Hello and welcome to Babel on the Great, the show where we talk about Jehovah's Witnesses' weirdest, greatest, and most current teachings. That's that's not the right order, but let's just press on. I am XJW Caleb, and with me, as not always, because as the first time in a while, uh, is Dax and Peems. How are you guys? The first time in a while, I've been on every episode but one. Yeah, right. It, it's it, and, and I've been great at updating episodes and everything so people would not uh, would yes. not have realized yes, that we, we have been gone no one re- i don't think people noticed to be honest no you know I've they're not going to notice I've, because you're going to release the other episode right before yeah, that's this. True. i've only had five people i've only had five people reach out to that ask is nice we, five people i didn't know um, our listener five people um five people well welcome back we are from we're coming back from our hiatus uh, it wasn't a planned hiatus, but it did happen. It was not planned whatsoever. Um, we had great plans for the podcast. No, we did, uh, but we will talk further about our hiatus at the end of the. Episode. Yeah, that way, if you want to skip it, you want you don't want to get. If you don't want uh, to like dumb, hear about uh, our personal wait, lives, wait, I didn't agree you know. to this. You can skip you it, Peems. You you can skip it. That's why it's at the to, end. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, and it will be replacing our moving on. Exactly, segment. but for now, let's start with our first segment. The news, Peems, we actually have some pretty great news, I think. What do we have? Uh, well, I was going to start with the bad news, but you know what? Uh, all right, all right, let's start with the good news. So, the good news is the Telegraph article. Um, yes. So, for those who don't know, the Daily Telegraph, which is a daily broadsheet newspaper published in the UK, did a large expose on Jehovah's Witnesses. They received a tip from... Jillian from the uh, XJW community uh, about uh, child sex abuse, and they decided to do research into it, and they spent a year doing a lot of investigative journalism, and they published a very, very large article in the UK. And you can find um, Jill's Twitter. She is known as Mighty Mouse, and she posts quite a bit, um, quite a lot of XJW content. Oh, yeah. Please follow her. She's, She's really amazing. And she has great mm-hmm. insight. Like, she's not just a good follow. It's like, you actually learn uh, pretty cool stuff about activism by following her. And Jillian Adams. She, and she's, she, was, she is good enough that she was able to get an article going. And both Peems and I have tried to do that before. It is not easy. So hats off to yeah, Jill. That's amazing. Yeah, but I actually think that it's, it's, a great, um, it's a great example of what you can accomplish. And she did a... Uh, she actually did a live stream today on Altworldly's channel uh, where she talked about this, about like, um, you know, she just sent an email to a lot of people. And I think I think that's really effective. I sent an email to about like five or six different people w- between um, some local journalists and politicians and uh, and attorneys, uh, attorney generals, and I got a response. And I've got a journalist who is actually looking into some local abuses. Um, and I think that this kind of, for lack of a better word, letter writing campaign. Oh, sorry, sorry, um, <laughs> is is very effective, and I think um, what Jillian did is a, is a great example of it because all she had to do was get an email to the right journalist who was willing to research it, and when they researched it, and it took time, they found everything she was talking about. So they interviewed a number of of victims, and they took picked a couple of victims, and they shared their stories, and they went into great detail. And they they were in painstaking detail. There's no mistakes in this article. They even talk about how witnesses would defend themselves and how that is wrong. 
it is a fantastic article. If you haven't read the Telegraph article, uh, I highly recommend it. Would you be able to link to it on your Twitter? Yes. Because the original article is actually behind a paywall, but you can find it through um, another site that will host article that you can find a link to on the Babel on the Great Twitter account. Yeah, we'll post it over there. Yes. And so, and it's called The Dark Side of Jehovah's Witnesses. So, um, on top of that, though, they revealed that they are starting a podcast. And I mean, you should definitely listen to us first, them second. But yeah, of course, they're coming of out course. with a podcast. They're only called... professionals and great to listen <laughs> to, of course. So they are uh, they're releasing a podcast called Call Bethel. Yeah, um, it's wonderful. It's amazing. They're, they're one episode in. And Caleb, do you want to tell them about it? It's almost as good as ours. Yeah, it is. It is so good that it's almost as good as ours. You're right. It, it, no, it is. It is really yeah. look. It is great to listen to. It, it there's a lot of preamble, but you kind of have to have the preamble to understand the sheer scale of what's happening. I I love that, and I am so happy that people are finally paying attention at this huge issue. Well, and it's nice too because it's it is definitely a podcast that is geared towards people that do not know who Jehovah's Witnesses are, exactly. which is great because yes, you know we've talked about this a little, a little bit before, but a lot of ex Jehovah's Witnesses are burnt out and traumatized and exhausted and don't have the energy to raise awareness about who the Jehovah's Witnesses are. So they really need quote unquote worldly people to take notice. So when they do, and there is media created for those people, it really helps the cause, for lack of a better term. It's great. Yeah, so all be very we excited. want to make sure more normies see it. And I think uh, I think that everybody should go on to Apple Podcasts because their rating system really affects where people see podcasts. And they need to give five stars to us and then five stars to Call Bethel in that order. Yes, of course. Please. Yes. In that order. Please. Please. We're so desperate. We need some validation. <laughs> no. Now that uh, we are ready to get, uh, oh, oh down. whoa, 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 whoa! Don't cut my news short. You're ready. Oh, rearranged I, I was. It. No, no, no. I was. I thought. I thought you were. You wanted to go into the bad news now. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I actually wanted to ask you guys. Have you seen? This is not the bad news, but have you seen? Um, Keep sweet, pray, and obey. Yes, yes, it is wonderful. Yeah, and I think that that I feel like there's right now a renewed interest in the public and it may be a passing fad yes. and even if it is that's great there's a renewed interest in the public in cults whether it's scientology or the flds so for those Does who don't that know mean we will finally get to sell out we don't know we are very excited to find out yes so keep sweet pray and obey for those who don't know is a documentary about the leader of the flds the fundamentalist church of latter-day saints which is an extreme subcult of the mormons um and it is a fascinating documentary, and it is incredible the similarities that they have to Jehovah's Witnesses. You will find them using the word apostate. You will find them afraid Paradise. of the world. You will find, yes, thank you, Dex. Uh, you will find them depicting artwork of a paradise on Earth. Um, and they just take a little further with having child brides and polygamy. Um, just, just, a, just a little just further. A little bit further, but the, the indoctrination techniques and the artwork and s the language is so similar that it is a little disturbing. Yes, it was kind of triggering. It was, it was eerily familiar. Uh, for any Jehovah's Witness or anyone who wants to understand more of the psyche inside an indoctrinated uh, mind, you, you should really watch that, that documentary currently on Netflix. It's probably one of the very few things that are... Um, 
actually worth watching on Netflix besides uh, their first couple of seasons of Black Mirror and <laughs> hey, Love is Blind. Tale? No, and Love is Blind. Love is Blind is 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 perfect primo garbage TV. It's just perfect. <laughs> I love it. But also Stranger Things. What else do we have on the news? Though? All right, so let's go to the bad news. Um, a couple episodes ago, and I'm not even going to bother to look how, up how long ago. You can, you guys can figure it out. Um, I talked about a case of uh, a couple elders that uh, had been found guilty in Illinois. And I speculated. Of? Guilty of? Uh, guilty of not properly reporting child abuse. The yes. TLDR is that uh, law requires you to report child abuse, but there's an exception for confessionals. Well, these elders found out about the child abuse um, through it being reported by multiple people and then by extracting a confession in a judicial committee out of the guy. So it's not really a confessional if you have a panel of people grilling him and you've got reports from multiple people that were not confessing. Yeah. Um, and the and you know from that that child abuse happened. Yes. So the law required that they should have reported that child abuse. They didn't. Um, and I, I said that they had been found guilty and that they were going to prison. It was what I stated. Um, and then I corrected myself and said, that they, well, actually, they're going to sentencing. The sentencing mm-hmm. was very light. They got a slap on the wrist and they were sentenced to five years probation and community service, a certain amount of hours. Well, wouldn't yeah. you wouldn't you guess it? Yeah, this they, isn't the bad news. Yeah, this is the bad part. They reported as their community service door to door Bible preaching. Isn't that Yay. wonderful? Oh, man. Wow. That must I be so hard so for them because that must be so hard for them. They've probably never, ever done that before. Ever. <sighs> they were found guilty of a crime and they paid for that crime by going out in service. By doing what they were found guilty of, basically. Yeah. Oh, man, now, it's just, uh... as infuriating as that is, it is still fantastic that they were found guilty because now we have a precedent. This is a breakthrough court case, and in future court cases, they can refer to this case to get a guilty verdict without having to relitigate the details on whether it Wow, counts. it's almost like what the witnesses do in court. Yeah. Setting a precedent is very important. Just the same way as the witnesses set the precedent that uh, you don't have to stand Flags. for the Pledge of Allegiance. Um, and now any future case that happens can refer to that case and be closed immediately. Um, this means that what those brothers did, what those witnesses did is illegal. And hopefully in the future, different uh, jurors or different judges gives harsher sentences for for not reporting child abuse. Yeah. yeah. Not just, Yep. oh yeah, you can go preach, that's a sentence. And, and not just witnesses, this will be beneficial for a lot of different high control groups, or even just religious groups in general. You don't have to be a cult or high control group to have high levels of abuse in your organization. And so yeah. it's really going to set that precedent of you knew what was going on and you chose not to follow up on it. It's not that you had to press for more information. You investigated, therefore you knew. Did you guys hear about the Southern Baptist Church? No, tell us. Um, basically, the Southern Baptist Church, uh, which, <laughs> for those who don't know, the Southern Baptist Church split off from the Baptist Church over the issue of segregation. Uh, they wanted to keep black people out of their church, so they became this a separate church. This is in the church. United States. In the United States. This is, yes. So the Southern Baptist Church is the Baptist Church's uh, racist little brother. 
Uh, they have since also like dropped that and to kind of try to pretend that there's other doctrinal differences. Um, I apologize to any Southern Baptists who are listening, but I mean, that is the case. And um, it turned out that there was um, mass child abuse within the church. And it was revealed in a uh, Houston Chronicle story uh, about the sex abuse. This came out very recently, and the Southern Baptist Church responded by apologizing to the victims and then hiring an independent third party to audit them and then released a list of all the victims that they had known about and covered up. Hmm. So, like, this is terrible, and it's not just Jehovah's Witnesses who do this. But yeah. you know what? This is how you handle it when you do it, right? Yeah. 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 Oh, you own up to it. and But it also has to do with the structure of the Southern Baptist Church, which is that they basically have a panel. And not like the elders. I mean, it's it's a mixed group of people who... It's almost like how the Russellites were, or basically pre-Rutherford, where you know how in the past, if someone was getting disfellowshipped, they didn't get disfellowshipped. Like, people voted. Mm-hmm. So yeah. it was a similar thing where they brought it up and they're like, this is an issue. It got ignored. And we demand that you fix it. And so the church fixed it. And I wonder, do you guys think that if the witnesses did the same thing, let's say that the majority of congregants in the worldwide organization say, you need to answer for this, do you think that the <laughs> governing body would own up to it? If they received the same push from their members that the Southern Baptist Church did, do you think that the governing body would own up if to it? Or do you think they would pull or do you think that they would pull a Warren Jeffs? If so. witnesses were a democracy, they wouldn't be a cult. Yeah. I think they would ignoring, just double ignoring down. Ignoring that for a second. They they Because witnesses no, because the Watchtower Society there's a plane going overhead. The Watchtower Society is losing membership because people disagree with their practice when it comes to handling victims no but look they are narcissists so their way i believe the the way to do it to the way that they would handle it is oh no they should just listen me they should just listen to us uh, and we are just if the majority do, they don't want to listen to us hey they, they won't get resurrected in armageddon we'll get the minority who will I think that's just the sad reality of, of how that will play out. What else do we have on the news, Peems? Okay. And, oh, by the way, on the, on the Southern Baptist Church, I never expected to say this because, you know, if you are a racist, please stop listening to this podcast. We don't like you. We all have the, no, the, no, the no. color. No, no, no. Keep listening. That, uh, change. You can change. Keep listening. Become progressive. Yeah, you can but, do it. You know, I believe in, this, in you. Yeah, You've in got this. this scenario, Grow past your hatred. <laughs> in this scenario, yeah, you know, go racist. They, they really they really did a great yeah. job. <laughs> Listen to... Jeez. <laughs> but if you're racist or bigoted and you're listening to this, please keep listening yeah Expand. keep listening keep li- like look Expand. look we don't like yeah. you but don't push you them away keep Caleb. Listening. yeah yeah you're right you're right you can keep yeah. listening just if they're here keep them here yeah what we are we are it? we are the wrong kind of 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 skin color we are the skin color that you hate but we're just like you that that's what the podcast is about do we have anything else on the news before we launch onto our main subject well okay so i do uh i do I put this in the news. I don't know if it counts as news, but I think it's worth talking about as news. 
And the last thing. Dax yeah, will decide it. Dax. Forever. You you will decide if this is newsworthy. If not, uh, Peems gets a timeout. I, I, I don't as, know what the timeout means. Okay. As anyone, but I believe that, that that works in your that's how it works yes, in your marriage, yes, right? Yes, I agree to these terms. Okay. Yeah, perfect. Has anyone read about um, this week's midweek meeting? Of course not. What are you no, talking so about? No, so it's news to me. Go ahead. I think that this is is <laughs> so this is worth talking about. Okay. So for those who have gone to this week's meeting, you probably know what I'm talking about. Can you explain about. for our listeners who may be coming from the Call Bethel podcast who are not familiar with the structure oh, yeah, of yeah. Jehovah's Witnesses? Do you need to talk about what that. Is, what is the midweek meeting? We need to talk about things as if people don't know what these things yeah, are. Yeah, Jehovah's Witnesses have two meetings. Uh, one is during the weekend. What is during two the Two church meetings. Yeah. So what is the midweek meeting, Peems? The midweek meeting is uh, more for Jehovah's Witnesses than for visitors, and it is... Um, a series of different parts where you have members of the congregation give peace, give miniature sermons and like a bunch of small sermons and then you have like this agenda where you study certain parts of the Bible at the first part and then you study certain Jehovah's Witnesses books at the second part and there's pieces in between. So I'm going to share my screen with you guys and show you um, what was in the Treasures from God's Word segment, which is near the beginning uh, for this, this week. And uh, we're going to have to read everything out just as you react, you know, we're going to you have to read it out because our visitors cannot, our viewers, they're not viewers, they're listeners. Our listeners uh, cannot see. Cannot view? Sure. Yeah, of um, course. We, we we will react loudly to things, which is, I believe, uh, 80% of podcasting. Excellent. Now, um, the Treasures from God's Word section today, this, this week, what was discussed in a series of parts, is about Amnon. Now... Bible trivia time. Oh. Who remembers Amnon? Amon? Amon? Amnon. No, this is this is A M N O N. A M N O N. Yeah, this is this is not Amon from uh, Avatar. Is this the, the last one who Airbender. got killed? Is this the one who? Okay, this is either the one who killed a bunch of people, cursed to affront God or whatever, like half the and Bible. then just became a witness. Or what? That's like half the Bible. That can you narrow it down? Or no, but that king. Um, or it's the one who got crushed by a millstone. Neither. Neither. Shoot, Amnon, my Bible history is great. Amnon was one of David's sons. Do, do you do you know this, to Caleb, or do you want me to tell? Wait, wait yeah, wait, no, wait, but but is, but do do say. Isn't it's, Amnon it's pretty, the? It's pretty interesting. Like, it's pretty messed up. Isn't Amnon that guy that he was like making up all these conspiracies and then posting them on some forum site? <laughs> yeah, that's the one. That, that's that's the one. Right? Yeah, yeah, he was like. He, he was posting Q fake news something. and stuff. He's on a, he's a 4 chaner. Yeah. Uh, That's the one, right? If anyone, if this is anyone's first time listening, I, I'm so sorry I'm talking so much tonight. Um, okay. So, no, so Amnon is one of uh, <laughs> is one of David's sons. And I'm going to fill you in. And this is, there's, I mean, trigger warning. Um, there's some sexual abuse here. I will keep it very light. Um, but basically... Amnon raped his sister, um, who was another, you know, Ew. daughter of David. Uh, and there's yeah. like this whole thing in the Bible in Second Samuel oh, where, um, yeah, he, he's he's oh. the actual worst. Um, there's yeah. This yeah, you and I have talked about him on the way home in the car because I was super pissed. Yeah, he's he's oh, basically yeah. the consequences for uh, doing Bathsheba. Like he's like, oh yeah, th this is the prophecy. Your son is gonna be really bad to you and. 
it's gonna destroy you and then he dies horribly yeah 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 so you remember how like david did these bad things well one of the side effects is that david is gonna have a horrible family life and all these bad yeah. things are gonna happen and so one yeah, of them of is that uh his son amnon rapes his sister tamar and then um another one of david's sons goes and kills amnon uh, which is Absalom, and then Absalom later becomes this horrible person who tries to overthrow David, uh, and that's a whole long story. But yeah. um, so something, something. That's why so that's the story. Something. Are studying today. That's the story this week. Yes, and I'm gonna share my screen here. Um, no, do they talk about Tamar? They do. They talk about Amnon and Tamar. And uh, no, but do no. they like talk what about the, Tamar? Yeah. Are you kidding? You're kidding. No. Okay. What no. They so so I'm, I'm going to read from the Bible oh. here. Now, David's Can son I... Absalom had a beautiful sister named Tamar, and David's son Amnon fell in love with her. Amnon was so distressed that he became sick because of his sister Tamar, for she was a virgin, and it seemed impossible for Amnon to do anything for her. Anything to do anything. Go back. To do anything to her. To, to her. her. My bad. Very different. So... I don't know if I should read all this because this is triggering. The TLDR is that Amnon. No, please. Yeah, yeah TLDR all? is perfect. No, no, no. TLDR, TLDR is that Amnon TLDR. asks Tamar to bring him food to the bedroom uh, yeah. because he's sick. And she brings him food and then he grabs her and she begs him and asks her to lie down with him and she begs him not to and he does it anyway. Um, Which is rape. Yes. Yep. And then she's humiliated, and then he gets angry at her and casts her away. Um, he, he, he becomes, like, the, the, it, the Bible says that the love that he felt for her, because apparently that was love, it was, was turned into hate as soon as he, he had sex with her. Yes. So, here is the take in Treasures from God's Word. Just one liner at the bottom. Can I read it? Two liner. Yeah, do you want to read this, Dax? Oh, my... How can dating couples avoid tragedy? Showing self-control, they wisely avoid places and circumstances that could lead to wrongdoing. Wow. Isn't it gets, that how oh. Jehovah's Witnesses see the world? It gets a lot worse. No, no, no. Let's, let's, let's talk about the fact that this is... I want to remind everyone, as my little Pimo has reminded everyone, this is about a story where a brother rapes his sister <sighs> after telling her to bring him food. Yeah. And this is clearly her fault because she was in a room alone with her brother. Oh my yes. God. Jehovah's Witnesses. So do they like, want? See, this is this is why you need to have a chaperone. That's the that's the Bible precedent. Exactly. My... Because Jehovah's Witnesses have to have they a chaperone when they're and dating. Sister. That is something that you do as a Jehovah's Witness. You don't go out alone. You have a chaperone. Although exactly. interestingly, they were in this article that you're showing, they sister. are, you know, by themselves, I think, in a cafe, but there's no third wheel, which is kind of interesting. That, that, that's okay, progressive but, for Jehovah's Witnesses. But also, Tamar and Amnon were brother and sister. Yeah. Yes. Caleb, do you have siblings? Yes. Are you allowed to be alone with them? Yes. Why? Because we're siblings, and we love each other, and we protect each other, and that's the relationship that siblings yes. have. And so they're using the example of an extreme pervert yeah, yeah, it's just... to illustrate that you must not be alone in a room with a, a member of the opposite gender. Dax, can I ask uh, you to read uh, this Watchtower, yes. September 2017, um, paragraphs Paragraph 10 and 11. 10. 
Many young Christians face a trial like Joseph's. Consider Kim. Most of her classmates were sexually active, and after a typical weekend, they boasted of their latest sexual encounters. That is not something people do, but okay. Kim had no such stories to tell. <laughs> this is so funny. She, she admits that being different at times made her feel abandoned and alone, and that her peers considered her stupid because she did not date. Yet Kim was wise enough to know that among many youths, the temptation to engage in sex is great. I agree. When I was a youth, I also, like, the temptation to, to just join massive orgies, as this <laughs> sentence points out, um, was strong. Schoolmates often asked whether she was still a virgin. That gave, Have you ever been at... And it doesn't matter. That gave her the opportunity to explain why she would not engage in sex. We are proud of young Christians who are determined to resist pressure to share in sexual immorality, and Jehovah is proud of them, too. The Bible gives warning examples of individuals who lacked self-control concerning sexual conduct. It also shows the sad consequences that can result from such uncontrolled behavior. Anyone facing a situation similar to that of Kim would do well to ponder the case of the naive young man described in Proverbs chapter 7. Think, too, of the course Amnon took and the terrible outcome of his behavior. Parents might help their children to develop self-control and wisdom in regard to romantic relationships by discussing the topic during family worship using the Bible passages just mentioned. Sorry, hold on, let's read that again. <laughs> the Bible gives warning examples of individuals who lacked self-control concerning sexual conduct. Okay, true. It also shows the sad consequences that can result from such uncontrolled behavior. Okay, true. Anyone facing a similar situation to that of Kim would do well to ponder the case of Amnon. Her situ let's let's talk about her situation. Schoolmates, not her brother, are asking her, "Hey, are you still a virgin? No, no first just, of all, no, Dax, you're you're reading this wrong. No, Clearly, what Caleb, the, the, the wrong thing that Amnon did is that he had sex with someone. That's the <laughs> wrong thing. So it's not the incest. It's not the rape. <laughs> it's it's the lack of self control. Clearly, he was tempted, and that's the issue. Yeah, so he was tempted. Answer... He had sex with someone who didn't want to have sex with him. You know, some people call them yeah. rape. Ugh. You know. That is very similar to Kim's situation where oh people are God, asking yeah. her if she's a virgin. She's just as traumatized as I'm sure Tamar was. What the fuck? I, th I think one of the issues that we see a lot in Jehovah's Witness um, literature and propaganda is false comparisons, like equating situations that are not equivalent. And in this case, they are equating people talking about consensual sex, consensual relationships with incestuous rape. Like, yeah. they are the same thing, right? Like, Not to mention, choosing to have sex with someone is the same as having so little self-control that you rape your sibling. Like, that... The issue is that you're no longer equivalent. a virgin. Yeah. Let's also talk about the fact that we talk a lot about sexual repression among witnesses. What we don't talk about is articles like these. Who is the example person in this? This fake individual. I'm Kim. Yes. Oh, yeah. Is Kim, a woman. Yes, of course. Who is supposed to learn about this example of a man who raped his sister? Why was this article not, hey men, hey boys, you might be horny as fuck. Don't rape people. Yes. Because you know what is an issue, a common issue amongst Jehovah's Witnesses? Relatives raping their female family members specifically, brothers raping their sisters, dads raping their sisters, moms raping their daughters, sorry, dads raping their daughters, moms raping their daughters. But we're going to take this article and make it so that way young women still feel ashamed about their sexuality? Are you kidding me? You're going to take this example, Amnon, who raped his sister, and tell me 
that I'm supposed to read this and be like, you know, when those people in high school ask me if I'm a virgin, I should really remember Amnon and remember that I shouldn't want to have sex. What? Exactly. Sorry. Thank you. Thank and you. unfortunately, no, no, you no, no, said no. Everything I wanted to point out, and you got it on the fly without having to think about it. So, and some people see these articles and see why is it that Jehovah's Witnesses stay in that religion? It is very obvious. How can they not see it? And the way that Jehovah's Witnesses stay in that religion, some of them at least, is through what we like to call the Jehovah's Witnesses checklist. We talked uh, in um, episode four, I think, a couple of episodes ago, about the Jehovah's Witnesses uh, checklist, a checklist that they have to define whether or not they are in the right religion. Now, this checklist changes. So this checklist in particular is what I believe to be the latest checklist uh, based on the article, How Can I Find the True Religion Under Bible Teachings in JW.org? And we will be discussing... The second point of the checklist, are you guys ready? Yes. The second point of the article says, true religion helps people to know God, including teaching them his name, Jehovah. It does not teach that he is incomprehensible or aloof. Rather, it teaches that he wants us to have a relationship with him. Basically, the second point in the Jehovah's Witnesses checklist is that the true religion would use the name Jehovah, would teach the name Jehovah door to door, and would teach that Jehovah wants a relationship with humanity. And this permeates everything that a Jehovah's Witness does. Let's start debunking it from the beginning, from the easy part. Jehovah. Jehovah is not God's name. It's, it, it has never been God's name. It's, it's, just, it's just a mistranslation, and it's an accident that Jehovah's Witnesses use it, and it's a name that Jehovah's Witnesses are kind of stuck with, and Jehovah's Witnesses are happy to tell you about that. Now, uh, Peems, do you have information about that? Okay, because I, I already have, we didn't plan this, on, but but I know that you you are kind of a nerd when it comes to, like, uh, doctrine and this kind of stuff. Yeah, I'm, I'm probably going to get this wrong on the spot, but my understanding... <laughs> Sorry, is, I shouldn't have put you on the spot. I can I can read the information. No, no, no. My, my understanding is that like it's it's a, a quirk of the time. Certain letters were pronounced differently back in the day, and they swapped in a J uh, for the Y. Um, because in that, like in a lot of languages, like in Dutch, for example, and this is not the language they were using, but like in Dutch, J's are pronounced like a Y, right? So it was just a a quirk of of the translation of the time and it doesn't really reflect how it would have been said back in the day or how it should be transliterated today for, for those people who don't know let's just start with the tetragrammaton we don't know how the divine name of the god in the bible the abrahamic god was uh, pronounced uh, because they don't write it with the with, with the vowels and the vowels were just which is lost in time and it was only until according to the Encyclopedia Britannica, it was only till late uh, medieval times where they, when they decided to mix the, those letters with the consonants of the word Adonai to come up with this like impronounceable word to refer to God. It, it, the point of Jehovah, that, and a lot of people believe that this isn't a complete uh, fact, a complete historical fact, but a lot of people believe that this was on purpose because it was to make it impronounceable because people back then believed that the name was too holy to pronounce. Mm-hmm. 
and then then uh, they come the uh, some of the translators and one of those translators uh was uh the person on the king james version the king james version used i e h o u a h i think it's pronounced yewa originally is that is that how you pronounce it i believe so we can go with that and later on they they changed the spelling to jehovah starting uh on the 1900s now the king james version was the bible of choosing that jehovah's witnesses back then bible students started using for their bible readings and first studying the bible and it just so happened that it referred to god as jehovah so when they moved into a new name they decided for jehovah's witnesses because it was the name of the god in their bible and since then they are even willing to admit in their own publications that even though this is not a translation an accurate translation this word is the most important word in the entire universe because it's the name of god and it is very 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 important to know this name and yet they all know that it's not the correct name yeah and and i mean we're acting like or they act like using this name of jehovah specifically jehovah not yahweh not something else using the name of jehovah is this requirement to be jehovah's people and like you said nobody really thinks that jehovah is how it it should be pronounced at this point it's branding it's branding for jehovah's exactly now this is just we're just talking about you know facts and history on how this name came to be but the way that i would approach a jehovah's witness because obviously, facts and history, it doesn't matter to a Jehovah's Witness. A Jehovah's Witness will tell you that historians have been wrong. A Jehovah's Witness will tell you that it doesn't matter the name, even though it really matters. A Jehovah's Witness will have a whole bunch of, of ways to explain this away. The way that I like to handle this is asking them, how come, if, if this is true, if what you're telling me is true, and God's name is Jehovah, and this name is very important. How come God allowed his name, his pronunciation, this name that you're telling me that it's so important, to be lost, to be so lost that you had to restore it? Oh, well, I have an answer for you, Caleb. It's because humanity really? has strayed so far <laughs> that they, that, and Satan took advantage That's of it answer. to make, cause them to forget his name. And so when um, the second coming i don't know i that's a good answer but then i counter with yes but we know exactly how jesus's name was pronounced how come that was 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 kept but the name of god was just lost did god allow the devil to just play around with his name that doesn't sound like his name would be that important if god would do that you know just talk about that because if you really think about that that is kind of weird. If God really is horny for this name, how come it was lost for so long? It's a good question. Now, the only the other way that this affects Jehovah's Witnesses is not just to know this name. Jehovah's Witnesses are supposed to preach this name. And Jehovah's Witnesses believe that preaching means going door to door. In fact, going door to door and preaching are often used as synonyms if you are a Jehovah's Witness. For Jehovah's Witnesses, when we are waking up, we 
become surprised when we realize that that's not what preaching means. And no one really uses that meaning because that's not what it means. So a lot of people can be uh, presumed to be preaching the name of even Jehovah because a lot of religions use it, but not the way that Jehovah's Witnesses use it. Pims, we actually had a conversation about this the other day, uh, how Jehovah's Witnesses perceive preaching, remember? You expect me to remember things? I don't know. Can you I guys know enlighten it was like me on two it? Months no, ago. I'm trying to. I'm hoping. I'm trying to keep some some cohesion for people who are listening to all of the podcast episodes uh, together. I don't think anyone's gonna do it. But if if that happens, I want to. I want to be nice to them. I'm just kidding. I do remember that conversation. <laughs> uh, but yeah, go ahead and fill Dax in. Basically, Jehovah's Witnesses believe that preaching means door to door. That is not what preaching means. We're going to, we're just going to go to the dictionary because, you know, preaching definition. And let's just see what Google has to say. Because this is something that kind of blew my mind. I did not expect this. Google says that preaching means the delivery of a sermon or religious address to an assembled group of people, typically in church. So... so when someone gives a sermon, they are preaching. That is preaching. So what Not you're going door to door. Is, according to the Bible, women can give talks? Uh no. No, the Bible is pretty sexist. The Bible's pretty sexist. Uh depends. There, there was a there was a female Then are prophet. women do women get to be exempt from preaching? The Bible the large, only, you can only on, give talks I, if you throw out Paul because he's an asshole. My little Pimo address my question. What's the question? Then according to the dictionary definition of preaching and the sexist Bible, are women exempt from preaching? <laughs> and does I, that mean that Jehovah loses his large army? I'm not I'm not sure. I feel like you're 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 jumping somewhere that we're not talking about. Um <laughs> It's just they, they are they are misogynist unless that means doing free labor. And I, exactly. I think Caleb is pointing out promoting is a lot of free labor. I, I think Caleb is pointing out that like both genders are exempt from door to door because the whole concept of door to door isn't really found in the Bible. There's this Exactly. The, so Jehovah's Witnesses think it's in the Bible, and they cite this one scripture. This one scripture that basically says that the, uh, the the brothers went in their preaching campaign, they went from house to house. But it seems if you read the context that it 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 could very well mean, and it most likely means that they stayed in one house and then stayed in another house during their preaching campaign. Like they went to one city, stayed in one house, preached. Went to another city, stayed in another house. They were moving from house to house. It doesn't say that they were oh, walking no, 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 no. and knocking on each door. But here's the thing. In that text, we're actually going to read it. Um, it's Luke uh, chapter 10, verse 7. If you all could just join me to, to read this verse. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to look it up like real close to the mic to give like the actual convention feeling. Okay, uh, Luke, I'll what? An, I'll, I'll give you one moment. It's Luke chapter 10. Verse 7. Is that enough, like, uh, page turning for a convention feel? All right. It says, So stay in that house, eating and drinking the things they provide, for the worker is worthy of his wages. Do not 
be transferring from house to house. That's what Jesus told when, when, his, when he sent people as promoters before him. He told them, don't go house to house. When the Bible actually uses house to house, it says don't. And that was a huge thing when I was waking up and I was reading this. I remember telling my wife about this. And I was like, honey, it's just, it says don't. It, it says don't, honey. It says don't. You understand it was though, a huge the, thing. the context of that scripture? Because I think what he's talking about there is when you're receiving um, sponsorship from somebody, don't then just like take it for granted and go to the next person to get more food and wine and the next person to get more food and wine. No, he's talking a little bit about preaching. In the beginning of the of the chapter, um, we're just going to read it, the beginning, just, just so we know what, what Jesus was talking about and who, he's talking, who, who he was talking to. Uh, chapter 10, verse uh, 1 of uh, Luke says, After these things, the Lord, desig- the Lord being Jesus, designated 70 others and sent them forth by twos in advance of him into every city and place to which he himself was going to come. This is where Jehovah's Witnesses are like, oh, this is why we go in twos. That was a very specific thing. They only went in twos onto those places because it says... He himself was going to come. That was what they were saying. Hey, Jesus is about to drop by. Don't you want to come and, and, and get and get healed and shit? Let's, let's come. Like, they were high people. And it says, yeah. don't. Don't be transferring from house to house. It's just, it, it is a great example of how Jehovah's Witnesses just take the one thing, which is go in pairs, and then just close their eyes and refuse yeah. to see all of the rest of the bits. <laughs> they just run with it. Yeah, exactly. What do you think about peace? You've been quiet for a while. I know that we are a little bit yeah, drunk I was and a little bit high. This. No, no, no. You're great. Um, I was trying <laughs> to find the scripture that they used to justify preaching because I remember that when you read it in context, it it doesn't it's it's doesn't work at all. I'm just trying to find the only it. context. Um, uh, while you find it, I believe that that uh, the verse you're talking about is um, about Paul because it says that he he preached um, in houses, but. If you read into it, you realize that, yeah, that's what Paul did. He went to a house, and then he stayed in that house for a while, and people went to visit him. Like When we, when he stayed with, a, uh, what's his name, and Priscilla, he stayed there for a while. People went visit him, and then he preached to them about the things that he had seen and heard. That's what the Bible tells us. Is that is that the verse that that you're, that you're checking? Uh, I think trying so. to find? on one sec. Okay, I think I think that this is where they get it from. I could have sworn there was something there they said, like, they try to pretend that it says that there's house to house. But you're right, there's nothing. Um, no, Matthew, and Jesus never preached house to house. There, That's not a thing. You you cannot find that in the Bible. It's, it's hard to talk to Jehovah's Witnesses about this stuff because as a Jehovah's Witness, you believe that both Jesus and the apostles preached house to house. Here but when is. you Here are pressed to I find something, it. you will realize that that doesn't exist. Okay, I found it. <laughs> oh, so, okay, okay. Read Matthew it. chapter 10, verse 5. These 12 Jesus sent out, giving them these instructions. Do not go off into the road of the nations, and do not enter any Samaritan city. But instead, go continually to the lost sheep of the house of Israel. As you go, preach, saying, the kingdom of the heavens is drawn near. Cure the sick. Raise up the dead, make leopards clean, expel demons. You received free, give free. 
Do not acquire gold or silver or copper for your money belts or a food pouch for the trip or two garments or sandals or a staff for the worker deserves his food. Into whatever city or village you enter, search out who in it is deserving and stay there till you leave. When you enter the house, greet the household. If the house is deserving, is deserving, let the peace you wish it come upon it. But if it is not deserving, let the peace from you return upon you. Wherever anyone does not receive you or listen to your words on going out of that house or that city, shake the dust off your feet. Truly I say to you, it will be more endurable for the land of Sodom and Gomorrah on Judgment Day, day than from that city. So this is the So we're in that says that we need to go house to house because i'll go i'm i'm ready my briefcase is ready that that, that's also a part of the bible right you have to have briefcase uh, so this is the closest thing you get to have going house to house um but i mean it seems like he only sent the 12 out and also he only sent them to israel and also he told them as you go cure the sick raise the dead make lepers expel demons uh i don't think we're doing that part um yeah. I mean, I did a lot of exorcisms. I don't know about <laughs> you. Yeah, like, that, is, that is a huge issue in, in, in your neck of the woods in the United yes, States. Yes, exercising your bowels yeah. of the coffee that you've been drinking all morning to stay awake so you can keep knocking on doors. It sounds like but he it, it sent is... just the 12 out to do miracles for the Jews. Like, this is not yeah. a travel the world knocking on doors sharing literature. It's very different from that. However, they were preaching and they were because remember, preaching is just talking about Jesus. And so they were preaching and they were commended uh, to mm-hmm. preach in First Corinthians chapter 15, uh, verse one, uh, two and three. Uh, it says, now I make known to you, brothers, the good news, which is what he, they were supposed to, to declare. Now, what, what are the good news? Which I declare to you, which you also receive, in which you also stand. Through which you are also being saved. Which, yeah, blah, 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 blah. Okay, but a lot of build up to what are the good news? For I handed on to you among the first thing that which I also received. That Christ died for our sins according to the scriptures. Now, before we move any further, let's just clarify. We're not Christians anymore. We don't believe in the Bible. We don't care what the Bible says either way. We're just saying, we're saying that this is wrong, not because this is our new religion, but because on the book, it says that it's wrong. Is because is the news that Christ died for our sins, the news that Jehovah's Witnesses preach, Peems? Is that, is that what, what the Watchtower is about? No. No. They preach that about uh, Armageddon and the need to be baptized as one of Jehovah's Witnesses. And that is the other part about uh, this part of the checklist that I wanted to talk about. Because in this point, uh, true religion helps people to know God, including his name. They also teach that God wants to have a a relationship with him. There is something missing here, or rather someone. And that someone is called Jesus. Where is Jesus in this Christian religion? They are a Christian religion, mostly name only. Because it's pretty much about Jehovah and not Jesus. And that is something that really surprised me when I started learning about other religions and and about how other religions work. Because for Jehovah's Witnesses, Jesus is merely an angel, one of the angels, a special kind of angel, in fact. 
he is Michael the Archangel. So he, we know he's a special kind of angel, but only an angel. And it's just basically your mediator to God. The point of Jesus is just to say Jesus before you finish praying. So your praying goes through the hotline to Jehovah. I, I That's actually, pretty much his role. I mean, when I was a witness, I didn't even view Jesus as our mediator to God. Um, like the way that it was taught to me was that like Jesus was like the highest angel. He was just an angel, but he was the highest angel. And he was sent down to be like a replacement Adam. And so like, yes, Jesus like did the whole uh, Jesus is a big bag of cash that Jehovah used to, to pay off the ransom and make everything even because he's OCD. And like, other than that, like we're all super grateful to Jesus. Hey man, thank you for doing this. Thanks for going through all this. But like, otherwise he doesn't matter, right? Like he's, he's there because he's the best example for us to follow. And he's the one who did all these things that like uh, made the trade-offs, but like, yeah, the Bible is, but we don't actually like care about him other than as an example. What Jehovah's Witnesses believe in is that when Adam sinned, there was a huge issue that arised. And the issue was, should the devil be allowed to govern? Because this person was perfect and Eve was also perfect, but they sinned. So that means that no human can, can ever fully obey God. So the point of Jesus is that he came here and proved that Adam could have obeyed God by fully obeying God and doing all things perfectly until he died. He basically proved a point. And that is what we what we're taught. Jesus is just a point that was proven by God being like, ha, ah, see, I, I was right all along. It only took me a few thousand years to prove it. Yeah, exactly. That's all Jesus is. Like, Jesus isn't, isn't anything but that. And so we all, like, respect Jesus and look up to him as witnesses, but we don't we don't put, raise him to the level of any other Christian religion. Jehovah's Witnesses are very prideful on the fact that they do not worship Mary and they do not worship Jesus. And they will take that to the extreme level of, we're also God's sons. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. You are basically almost like Jesus in the way that, hey, Jehovah created everything and Jesus was just like his right hand to create everything. Uh, Jesus is the only thing that Jehovah created by himself and everything else. Jesus was also there. Like they, they, they were pals. But, but that's pretty much it. He was just a very, a very, a very special angel. But all of the angels are pretty much just less special versions of Jesus, which is not what the Bible says. If Do you, you think are a Jehovah's he's Witness, extra special that he has more eyes and feathers than the other angels. I believe mm-hmm. since that he is an archangel, he gets uh, a couple more pairs of wings. Uh, don't they have six pairs? No, no, no. The they're, they're all they're all Kenny Rogers, but Jesus wears a little crown. That's how you know it's him. Oh yeah, I am oh, very sorry. The yeah, cape. that is the correct. Cape. Oh my don't god, I never yeah. noticed. Yeah, yeah. Archangel means Rogers. he gets the cape. <laughs> it just, is Kenny they're all Rogers. Kenny Rogers with wings. I like That's how Jehovah's Witnesses portray angels. I like Imagine Kenny Rogers Jesus. with wings. Kenny Rogers wings. Yeah, when you're an archangel, you get a cape. You don't get you don't get to look like the horrifying thing that Dude, the Bible describes as archangels, first, you just get I think a cape. my first tattoo is going to be um, a Bible a snake angel. that wraps up my arm and is whispering in my ear. And then the <laughs> second tattoo is going to be a realistic, like a biblically accurate angel. I just, I just want to show you guys well. 
Like, if you look at JW uh, art, right? Jeez, it um, is Kenny Rogers. Once you start to realize this, uh, it's hilarious because basically Jesus is always the angel with the cape. Like, those are the, uh, they all look exactly the same. I have never noticed yeah. this. Yeah, like, like all the angels look exactly the same, but the one that is Jesus has the cape. So, like, here's Jesus leading the angels. He has we'll the post cape. this images on the on the Twitter account. Sorry, so yeah, please yeah, yeah. Follow us. So people can see. So I'm showing but, them yeah. pictures right now yeah. from from Watchtower, and they always just give Kenny Jesus, Rogers with a cape. They always give Jesus the cape, and you can tell there's the one angel with the cape, and the, and sometimes a crown, and that's Jesus. It's super Jesus. I don't know, <laughs> super Jesus. Can we make that our? Can we make that our mascot, super Jesus? <laughs> Jehovah's Super Jesus are are fairly okay are portraying uh, Jesus with uh, with sort of sort of right uh, skin tones and stuff. But when Jesus becomes an angel, you bet your ass he's, he becomes white. Like it, that's when he definitely becomes white. Yeah, because Kenny Rogers is white. So yeah, that is that is basically um, the second point of of the JW checklist. We wanted to do something a little bit less structured. Uh, because we wanted to, uh, now that we're done, completely debunking uh, the second point on the JW checklist. Now that all Jehovah's Witnesses are like, oh no, you completely convinced me. Now I'm an apostate and I'm going to post videos online. That, I'm Shit, imagining I that is the only but- reaction you can, par- you can possibly have to this podcast, right? Yes. Well, I'm no, sorry, I need to The interrupt. second reaction is... Shit, I was worshipping yet not worshipping Kenny Rogers in a cave. Because <laughs> that's wanna, what I, I'm feeling. I just want to say that, like, I find it interesting that their older artwork used to depict Jesus with a red cape and their newer artwork to pay, depicts him with a yellow cape. Did he get? Did they get sued by uh, the creators of Superman? Old man Superman. Okay, sorry so, yeah, for interrupting. Uh, I, no, it's fine. It's fine. As, as, as we were saying... We have had uh, a lot of issues in our personal life, which is why instead of saying the moving on segment, moving on, how to move on, we don't know how to move on, actually. Um, so, Dax, can you introduce us? Why is it that we have had uh, so many trouble? Well. So many issues. It started. Moving on this, this with past some, uh, few it's, It started with um, a death in Caleb's family. Yeah. And then it turned to burnout. Yeah. And then it became, um, there was a lot of drama in that extra witness community that was a little bit hard to dodge. And so I think it, it was very hard to come back. Um, I don't know if but the, if either of you feel that way. I know for myself that I was very apprehensive about coming back. Not because I was nervous about any of the drama, just it suddenly felt tiring. Um, but but we are determined to keep doing this because I think a lot of extra witnesses at some point hit this wall and then they drop off and and it's a good thing that they drop off but it's not good for the people who are left behind and we are here to make sure that people who are left behind can get out so instead of moving yeah. on um we are choosing to stay where we are and that's hard and it's the truth so to help others move on we have to stay in this purgatory and that's okay for now but it does and come by with the challenges way- such as burnout <laughs> yeah by the way, if if people want to skip, we're we're just that's fine. We're just gonna talk about like our mental health, and we're gonna bitch around uh, for a little bit before we say goodbye. If you don't want to listen to that, if you just want to be like uh, in a good mood, and you don't want to listen to this, that's fine. You you can skip. You can come back next week. Hopefully, we'll get it. We'll get a next episode. 
uh, by then. But uh, I'm, I'm I'm personally offended, offended, and I'm pouting at you right now for leaving. <laughs> But yeah, in my case, I I wanted to talk just a little bit about OCD. I wanted to take advantage of this tiny platform that I somehow have uh, to talk about OCD because uh, I've been dealing with OCD for a lot of my life and I didn't know about that. Jehovah's Witnesses don't really go to therapists. It's just something that you don't do as Jehovah's Witnesses. You go to an elder and that's pretty much it. So I didn't know uh, that I had OCD. If you have, if you, when you were Jehovah's Witnesses, if you ever prayed to Jehovah and couldn't stop cursing for some reason, or if you ever just had like this, this kind of thoughts that just, that just don't go away and, 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 and you don't know why, that's probably OCD. It's not really keeping things tidy, however, like the way Hollywood portrays, it's, it's, these debilitating obsessions that you know you probably shouldn't have, but you still have and you can't think away. And um, after uh, the the death of uh, a member of my family, it, it wasn't a, a human. Uh, it was it was my 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 three year old kitten, uh, Sus. Uh, we had to put him down. It was very surprising and it affected me. Uh, and I ended up having what I now realize was a prolonged uh, six-hour-long uh, OCD episode, which was the lowest uh, of my mental health, uh, the lowest my mental health has ever been. <laughs> it, it, it's that. It's the hardest thing I've, I've, I've dealt with. And that was so hard uh, that it, it was kind of traumatizing. I, I started having a, a lot of OCD episodes even though it was under control before. And that left me unable to do anything. We were talking just before uh, the podcast how the only thing I could do sometimes is just go to the couch and then uh, smoke weed because that, that that made it a little bit less horrible and then just watch dumb YouTube videos or, or terrible garbage TV... Um, episodes on 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 reality shows because it was the only thing I was able to do which is why we didn't record like even if you guys were able to record I wouldn't have been I I couldn't even talk <laughs> it was really hard uh but the good thing is that I went to a psychiatrist I have a psychiatrist I I'm already under the right meds so if if any of this if any of what I've said sound familiar please Please go to a psychiatrist. Let a psychiatrist tell you you don't have OCD instead of you thinking you don't have OCD because things can really, really get better. What about you, Peems? What, what, what have you been dealing with? How do you want to depress our audience today? The one person who, who, who are, one who's still person. staying here. <laughs> He's the one person on this chat that's only had good things happen to him recently. Uh. Honestly, yes. Peems has been... <laughs> Peems has been... Uh, look... Peems has been, has had the hardest um, time among us because I have texted Peems when I've when I've been feeling really bad. I know you have relied on Peems to do that, and that is that is hard. Oh, Even though you know, you've been on a good like... place, you're able to share that place, and that is that is not something that that people 
I know you're being very sweet right now, Caleb, but I'm going to bring us back to a previous episode and say it's almost like when you hear about wars and reports of wars and how hearing (laughs) about it is more painful than experiencing it. Yes, so I am the real victim here. Yes, (laughs) yes. yes. The governing body wants you to know that you are the real victim here. No, no I, look, you have been there for 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 us, and I know you. I know that you are that kind of person. So how do you, how can you be that person when when you're when you're good when you're feeling great? How can you be that person uh, to to people, uh, to people like us who are not like? Well, first, of all, I, I, first of all, I have not been feeling great. <laughs> um, but uh, I, first of all, I want to open by apologizing. Uh, because of that insensitive joke I made earlier about Jehovah being OCD. Uh, now I feel really bad about that. I don't even remember that. It's fine. <laughs> he probably... Uh, about about probably the ransom. OCD. Being OCD know. about it's, the ransom yeah, sacrifice. Doesn't, it, don't even worry about it. Doesn't okay, matter. okay. I, I don't care. Uh, and I have also had my own mental health issues, although, yes, for the most part, uh, things have been actually pretty good the last two months. I've had a bunch of very positive things uh, happen to me. Um... And I have um, started on a new medication that's been very, very helpful. But on the flip side, um, I've had side effects of that medication. And those side effects uh, have impacted my self-esteem quite a bit. So I've been having some uh, issues in that regard. Um, uh, Mainly, the the medication has caused significant weight gain. And I'm trying to uh, struggle with that when I can't wear any of my clothes. And that is nowhere near the extent of the issues you guys are going through but i am having those self that is still issues. an issue yeah um, that is, that is still a mental health issue yeah and then just like also swings like first two weeks on the medication were brutal um yeah. as, as you can ask yeah. anyone as you can ask anyone in jake's discord <laughs> um <laughs> yeah yeah starting on medications is always rough uh, for me i also well. started a new job which is great to have that job um but at the same time, you know, it's a, it's a, it's it's a, an exhausting job sometimes, and uh, you know, learning and being in in a new position is a very exhausting position to be in, and it sucks feeling like the only one that doesn't know what's going on sometimes. Yeah. Um. So yeah, that's that's affected my free time and and energy levels quite. You know a bit. what helps though. Uh, so that's another reason that I have not been scheduling to but, be on. But but also, yet. you know what helps if you're feeling sad and down and like you don't want to socialize people, hitting people with fake weapons. Go LARP. Just do it. Go LARP. Okay. And so Dax. On that note, we're we're on Dax. So Dax, you want to talk yes, about your it's mental been health? Absolute shit. But um, that's okay because I'm here and I'm working through it. And it'll be fine. Um, I've also gained weight recently, which has been a little bit difficult on my pants and my psych. And then, um, yeah, but on the positive, started LARPing, going to be an archer, joined a guild. It's great. Um, Started my new job. Love it. It's great. That's awesome. Uh, We are so happy for you, really. It is... uh, Almost summertime here. People have been very kind. People have reached out to me over Twitter and um, on other social media platforms and Discord to express concern. And I think that's been very helpful throughout this whole thing. Um, yeah, that is, that is so nice. Honestly, people have reached out to me um, on Discord, which is nice. Because, 
like on Facebook. I I, I haven't told people. In fact, that, by the that way, who's passed away, it, but uh, on on real life, but. On the Discord, people people know and people have reached out to me. So thank you. Thank you so much. I, I would like everyone to know that I also just got another message an hour ago that I didn't see before asking um, when we're going to podcast anything soon. Now. So. Say now. Seriously, every single person who has written to each of us asking where we've been and when the next podcast yeah, is thank coming, you, so much. you guys have absolutely made our entire days every time I got one of those messages because... Honestly, I didn't know anybody listened to this uh, besides Mark. So thank you for uh, the rest of you, Mark. Yeah, we, we are going to retire the Mark joke just just because. No, we won't. The people. We, Never. We, we, we just say that, but I'm high. I'm going to forget by next time. We have a large. <laughs> Mark is not a Marks. joke, Caleb. But on that note, um, I just want to finish by usually we don't know how to finish and we usually do a little a little thing. Um but I just, I just want to say thank you. Thank you for listening. If, if you're here, thank you. Thank you for being here. Thank you for, for listening. And, and, and we hope we have, you have a, a great, great, great rest of your day. You can follow me as XGW Caleb on Twitter and on YouTube. You can follow Dax on... That's your cue. It hurts my feelings that you don't remember. Don't cut this out, editor. No, yes. that, that's Caleb. So you say it. I don't. Does, I don't want to speak for you. I, I'm not. What's a my channel name, Caleb? Dax the Scholar, obviously. It. Aww. Please follow Dax on, I was just uh, on Dax you. the Scholar. That made me feel and very... on Twitter as XJW Borg. Please. No, as a, a Jorn X Borg, but still, ah, it warms. It, it. <laughs> it, you know what? I knew it was something it, like that. God it warms. It. it warms my heart. That you knew my YouTube channel name. I feel very. I've, I've very watched happy. your video several times. I find it. Uh, I I find it offensive that you think you I I wouldn't know. I and mean, beams. one of my closest XJW friends today, and I know you're listening to this, said, <laughs> "Are you still a guest on Babylon the Great, or are you becoming a regular member?" <laughs> you you've always been what? here. What what a thing! I wasn't that? in the first episode, even though technically I was. I was recorded no in the first episode. That. Oh yeah, but yeah, that is that is true. But we lost it. Yeah, yeah, that, that yeah. I totally forgot about. Yeah. I keep forgetting the, about you, the camera. You only missed, missed one episode, but it was the first one we posted. I know you but shouldn't it, be able to lose files and whenever so. this year is right. What was that? You can also follow. You, I'm just saying. It's just. It's amazing how I managed to lose files in in this day and age where <laughs> this is. You can also follow Peems at my little Pimo on Reddit and on Twitter. Given you know, since I am apparently doing this for everyone, and you can also follow us on Twitter as uh, Babel on. Wait, is it Babylon or Babylon the Great? That's the only one that I don't remember. It is Babylon TG. Babylon yes. TG. Please Babylon. tweet at us. Yeah, please tweet at us and send us uh, your pics of, of you moving on. Bec- or, or just just tweet at us with, with your recommendations. How do you move on? We'd, we'd yes. really love to hear about uh, what you do to move on with your lives. And, and with that, I don't think we do a funny thing, right? Should we? No. But but also uh, please no, please no, make no. sure that um, all of our podcast notes in or our sources we're going to start posting to our Twitter account whenever we can so that way you can yes, follow up course. on those sources so the articles that we talked about the pictures of Kenny Rogers in a cape all of it if that's not posted harass Peems at harass my little on Twitter just harass him he's the he guy runs, in charge he runs of Babylon it. The harass him <laughs> yeah get him and now. 
for those who have stayed around, I'm just going to do my little Marvel after credits. Oh, and let you all know. We're just going to cut it here. Marvel. Great. 